0: Michelangelo once said, the greatest danger for most of us is not that our aim is too high and we miss it, but that it's too low and we reach it. Welcome to Life Talk with Jesse Meester. As an international actor, entrepreneur, and world traveler with millions of followers, Jesse seeks to speak and learn from the most insightful, successful people in the world, sharing love and life together. This is Life Talk, and this is your host, Jesse Meester.
1: Welcome everybody to another episode of Life Talk. Again, from the new studio, new audio equipment, and one of my great friends and business partners from Oscura today with me. Super honored to have you, Tom. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited to find out about who you are, your background, and share this with everybody that's listening and what we are doing with Oscura. Welcome.
2: Thank you brother i also appreciate uh being here it's been uh, a short time that we know each other but very intense uh i'm i'm excited to have this conversation now with you and uh, share some things uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward
1: likewise likewise um he mentioned a short time it, it feels like forever to be honest with you you have maybe the people that are listening right now maybe you recall a moment in your life where sometimes you meet somebody, whether it's your partner or whether it's a friend that you still are very close with, and you just connect. And it, it's like, you feel like you know this person for so long. And that that happened to me and, and Tom, and it's like also sharing like a business vision and then like similar kind of like ideas about life. Some, some ideas, not so much, but we connect on such a deep level. It's like, oh my God, I know you <laughs> for just, what is it, two, three weeks. So it's beautiful it's really great to have you here and um we're gonna do a lot more podcasts as well but today i want to do an introduction um who is tom uh, he's the face behind askira could you for everybody that's new here uh to you could you introduce yourself who you are where you're from and um what you're
2: about of course so um i'm tom i'm from from germany born uh in in freiburg and then uh grown up in uh, the area of stuttgart uh, had a very traditional upbringing uh, my mom is a teacher my dad is from uh, the pharmacy pharmaceutical industry um and did a lot of sports so so always very very competitive from a very young age um and uh, during school i didn't really know what what to do so i did what what a lot of people did um, I went to or flew to, to New Zealand did some work and travel came back, uh, moved to Berlin uh, to explore and and learn a bit because um, I was always like I, I cannot do anything that I don't fully stand behind with so for me personally going to university just to study something or doing an apprenticeship where I don't see the reason behind it didn't make any sense so started there as a, a bartender um, and uh, went uh, in parallel to multiple um business conferences just to explore the space and how i can continue traveling and and making money while while doing so um because back then work and travel got me hooked you know so um I learned a lot there uh, explored the space and um happy to to share more about the the next seven years after but uh I want to give the word back to you so you can uh say which which direction is the most interesting for you right now so
1: it's it's interesting because you're such a humble guy and the reason because we're gonna talk about the company later and everything in askira but um I think you you have some you have a gift you have of course like you and i are both entrepreneurs we always had this like spirit within us. that's like hey there's more out there we need to like have a purpose that we need to fulfill we need to have impact when when was the age that you felt like okay i need i need to stop being a bartender I, there's there's more that i need to do and i need to get out there and make you know grab this life by the horns
2: mm. i would say it was already when i was 16. Uh, I played soccer at a very high level. Um, but, uh, because I was in, in a school where I spent like all of my day and then I had training in the evening and games on the weekend, I felt like I was very limited with my time. So after I stopped playing soccer, I had the feeling of, wow, this is amazing. I can now spend the time more in a way that, that I want, uh, and that carried on, um, in, in in like always to be honest um so as a bartender i met a lot of people i had a great fun but uh, i was always looking for inspiration and people um i don't believe in shortcuts but i believe in in mentorship and with my sports background i knew that you need a, a trainer or a coach or somebody who can support you and guide you along the way and show you the the path so i was following more and more people who had the lifestyle that uh, i desired um started to connect with them and and learned uh, more how they how they live how they behave because um, i think you shouldn't only see the end result but the path there and if you can see yourself in the path and the daily doing and i was very fortunate to meet my my mentor and and today best friend and, and business partner Naveed. Um, And he was the first person that I could really see myself in because he was traveling, making a lot of money, building companies. And he was actually the the first person that was, for whatever reason, I I cannot really grab it, what it was back then, naturally gravitating towards. He was the first person where I had the feeling of, I, I somehow know this person forever even though I spend very little time with similar to to what we have right now, mm-hmm. and um, so by by just giving myself the the time and the space to explore different uh, industries, I found out more and more about myself, and I think that is something that is really important. To um, if you don't know what you want to do and uh, in which which direction you want to go, just explore without any judgment. Um, And I think there's a lot of pressure from from society, from family, from friends, that you you need to have a a certain path that you're walking uh, with a certain end goal. But I think sometimes it's okay to be lost for a certain period of time and just give yourself time and space to to explore it. That's essentially what I did. I looked into different industries, um, uh, nutrition, supplements, Uh, direct sales uh, startup um so i just explored uh, different industries different people different lifestyles and while doing so i learned a lot more about myself so i would say the coming back to your question the the desire to to break out and, and explore was always somewhat in me um But it was really a big challenge to break out from the expectations, especially from your from the closest circle and closest surrounding. That was, in the beginning, a hurdle because obviously, when when you don't go down a a traditional route uh, and and do what you what your friends are doing, go to university or go to the army as as you did, or do an apprenticeship, then it's it's instability which uh, a lot of people like cannot handle especially when they but when they only when they wish nothing but the best for you but see that you are um somehow floating around in 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 society so um that was a very uh, interesting time and i would say since two years um i i found myself if you want to say if you want to call it like that I feel like I have a really strong vision on who I want to be, uh, what I want to represent, what I want to build, um, and uh, I'm I'm thinking I'm, I'm I'm following this path big time right now, and and, and express my personality and what I'm doing, um, and but I think it's it's a constant learning process because i'm not the same person as i was a few years ago and uh, taking the pressure out of always having to live up to expectations from other people doing your own thing and constantly re-evaluating if the path that you're walking is is still your path is something that was always really important for me so back then for a certain period of time sports was my path but then having the ability to step away from that which was essentially my life my personality for years then going into a space where i didn't know who i am and what i want to do but exploring with with um with just the the faith of that i'll figure it out uh there was was something special and it 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 feels like right now it it paid off uh, but uh we'll be sharing a lot more about this i think in the next few minutes
1: amazing man and and you are you were also a vegan right yes like what, what when when has that started and and did it help you to uh, continue that that energy that focus did it change your life wow
2: 100 yeah. percent. that's actually a funny story i don't know if i told you this one i went a uh, vegan vegan by accident pretty much so i was vegetarian because when i moved to berlin uh, i didn't have a lot of money so i couldn't afford meat and then i moved together with a with a friend of mine and he was uh vegan and uh, we had a very good shared um like a shared um partnership like how, how do you say this in we were living together and our jobs were shared in he was cooking i was eating so <laughs> he enjoyed cooking so much and yeah. i i i can cook but uh, i don't enjoy it so much uh he loved it and he was always cooking vegan so um i out of yeah i would say laziness Uh, i started being vegan by just eating with him and after that i realized wow i i feel better my skin looks better i i feel more energized i don't have the low after i had a good proper meal and then i started exploring what other benefits are from a um, from a from a health perspective from an environmental um, perspective so and and obviously from 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 the animal perspective, but it was not because I saw the documentary and then turned vegan. It was more by 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 laziness. I, I have to be honest about that.
1: <laughs> is crazy Good story, and then, and then yeah, because like a lot of times I hear people that started and then they stop after like a few months because they have. And this is in, in my case. It, like well, I did it a month and I felt like. I don't know, and I was probably not getting the right nutrients and I felt just like a lower level of energy. And I, I'm like, you guys know, I wrote a book about fasting. I've been all about fasting for so long. It helped a lot of clients that I had to lose weight and to feel better about themselves. However, it was not plant-based. And um, so I had to try it, but it didn't work for me. So I'm, I'm always excited to hear like, uh, you know, from people that are
2: actually for still how long doing. did you? For how long did you try it? A month. Okay, and 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 how did you feel at the end? You you felt uh, like a bit more uh tired, or how did you feel that you're missing? Yeah, more out the like i more w- tired.
1: I was in a gym and I was like, I did just, I just didn't feel like powerful as I normally would, and I I think it's 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 because I truly believe that we you know because here here's the example: you, you have more energy, you you have more focus, more clarity, and then there's bunch of people that that do it even bodybuilders if you will athletes so I do believe that it works but I do think that you need to be very very aware of your you know your nutrients that you take in um are, are you like I don't count my macros I don't count anything but I think do you do like when now you are you don't
2: never never did to be honest the only counting that I'm doing is yeah. when I look at the mirror. <laughs> i look at my i look at my belly and i'm like okay i should probably eat a little less yeah. or when i see my my arms are getting more skinny i'm like okay probably i should eat a yeah, little yeah, more that's awesome. okay. I, I i try to stay consistent yeah. with my with my sports routine and and train four to to five times a week but sometimes as you know in in the entrepreneurial entrepreneurial space Sometimes you don't take the time, um, which I have to admit. Like I need to prioritize that more, because um, sometimes you have meetings after meetings and important calls, etc. And I'm then lacking my my sports routine. And always when I go back um, and and go to the gym, I'm very happy and I'm like, okay, I should definitely do this more often. Um, but I never tracked uh, any calories uh, nutrition never nothing and that's so fascinating for me when i hear people speak and say that they were lacking something in in veganism because i never took care of that i'm a i'm a very intuitive eater so when i go to the supermarket obviously i have my standard vegetables and and um, carbs that i buy um, but never really was aware or never did any cooking courses or read any books but i feel amazing so I, somehow it's working for me
1: that's amazing so so you you mentioned you have a you have a lot of meetings um you you started a ski run not so long ago um how did that how did that come about
2: yeah i think it's important to give a bit more background to this so i said i met my my mentor navid um about seven years ago. Um, and he really took me under his wings. So I was in a blessed position from a very young age to sit around the table with millionaires and, and billionaires and, and just watch and learn and, and absorb, um, how, how they're, they're talking, how they're having the negotiations, what is important. So I never went to uni, but I pretty much studied entrepreneurship in a practical way if you want to call it Just like that mm-hmm. so um i was in the in the position where i was able to follow his uh way um in whichever business he was involved he invited me to learn and and be part of and in 2017 we had a crowdfunding platform which was uh, supporting startups in the crypto space um, and that was when the ICO space was was quite big so uh, we had 85,000 investors after three months, raised multiple millions and had over 2,000 applications of projects around the world that wanted to be listed so essentially the business concept was um, that we did the, this uh, screening of, of projects then we selected uh, which projects have a uh, good quality, uh, high potential of succeeding. And then we, we certified them and listed them on the platform. And essentially, um, we ended up listing the top three ICOs back then, from which one of them was a software company. The second one um, was a gold-backed uh, cryptocurrency from Australia. And uh, the last one was a Hard Rock Hotel, who were looking for alternative ways to get funding in for their for the for the hotels um so long story short we delivered a, a project plan to fund eight hotels in brazil um for one billion dollars um and right when we started the the fundraising campaign for it um we made a huge buzz <laughs> in the market and the journalists started calling Uh, in the US. And there was some confusion on the legal department. Uh, I can go into detail in in a separate episode about this. Um, But unfortunately, we had to stop the the campaign. And the project went uh, into the fridge. And um, so we moved on uh, with different projects. I built two other platforms in Berlin, my business partner went into the real estate with his family business. They now run uh, over 100 projects in the netherlands simul- simultaneously uh, in real estate uh, project development and renovation and uh, in the middle of covet last year um, i wanted to get more involved in real estate we we always invested together in precious metals trading crypto um so we were in a in a, in a very good good position and i wanted to um have a new chapter in in my life but uh, i was already traveling i gave up my my apartment i'm a digital nomad uh, if you want to call it like that right now Uh, i'm resident in in dubai but essentially living around the world in in airbnbs and hotels so my lifestyle was more building remote teams and building remote companies and uh, when you are in the renovation business you're rather stuck in one location it's like a golden cage for for me personally um so we said let's get this project from from hotel back then out of the fridge and give it a new jacket so essentially we did a digital handshake uh, and uh, we're just deciding that we are going to look into this and see where it stands in the market right now um did a lot of market research and uh i think we will we'll explain the business and the concept uh, in in the next few minutes but i think that's a good foundation of the of the background and i'm i'm happy to to share with your uh listeners whatever you think is is the most interesting for them
1: well i mean you're you're getting you're getting us warmed up here um and i, I think that um what what is what is interesting is that because you, you mentioned that your business partner, Navid, he started diverting to his business and real estate in the Netherlands. You connected with him, I guess, once you started doing your market research, once you started like uh, finding out that there was an opportunity in, in the market. And that opportunity is what I, what I would love to, for you to elaborate on, because that's where I think the seed was planted and you connected with Navid again, and that's how it was born
2: right yeah so so we always stayed connected we never lost touch um just we were in involved in different businesses at the time but our friendship was was always uh, present we had weekly calls we updated us on, on everything that's going on we still had uh, investments that we are involved in together um but with the project um it's essentially uh, we had one quote in mind uh, from from Warren Buffett uh, which is be greedy when everybody is scared be scared when everybody's greedy so um we knew that there would be a huge opportunity coming up in the hospitality space because obviously it was a very damaged industry by by covid and we knew that once covid would be over um hotels will be struggling to get funding from, from the banks. And uh, also the awareness for investments in um, society is being more and more present. You know, Nowadays, 18-year-olds have investor in their Instagram bio and they camp in front of the Nike store, buy a pair of sneakers and flip them for 100 euros more. I, I got this example from, from Gary Vee. Uh, huge inspiration, by the way. Um, Gary V. <laughs> yes, we, both, um, we We all love Gary V. Don't we? Yeah, for sure. One hundred percent. He's he's an amazing guy. Um, and um, yeah, so so the awareness in the in society that investments are are important and playing a bigger role also for the younger people. Um, plus the the dream of a lot of people is to actually own one house in their life maybe if you're very ambitious own two one where you live in and one that is um that's paying the rent um with the the combination that real estate always has been a very stable asset class um we realized that the combination of these different industries together with blockchain technology, could be a very interesting uh, cocktail. So what we essentially came up with is uh, the company that we that is named Askira. Um, the business model is very straightforward for the, for the investors, which is we list hotels on the platform, we split them on the blockchain into small pieces and make global investing accessible starting with 100 euros. So when we have a small project, let's say 100 million, we split it into uh, 100 million pieces. And uh, then the people can acquire a number of parts in the hotel uh, depending on their own budget. So if they choose to invest 500 euros, they buy 500 uh, shares essentially in in the hotel. we we raise the money through the community then uh, the company owns the hotel and we have a profit sharing agreement with the investors depending on the the amount that they invest so for the community it's they download the app they choose the project where they like to invest they choose the investment amount and they earn dividends as if they would be in a in a normal as a normal real estate owner and get their monthly rental income depending on the hotel performance so the community has access to um, projects real estate hotel uh, projects where they would usually never have access to because you need a big chunk of cash to to get access to to that asset class uh, you can invest around the world without any border limitations because um, we do all the paperwork we do all the, the diligence we do the screening um, and uh, we bring essentially liquidity to an illiquid asset class because if you want after 18 months you can just sell either your complete ownership or you can just trade 10 percent, which you cannot do when you're invested in a two-room apartment in amsterdam for example you own it and when you want to sell it you sell the whole thing it's not that you can sell one quarter of your apartment that's not how traditional real estate investment is working so we think by combining an amazing industry uh, the hospitality industry um, which also brings a tremendous emotional value because now you can invest where you usually would would spend your vacation Um, you can invest with a few hundred euros in costa rica in mexico in dubai in south africa um and you can liquidate your investment like after a certain locking period uh, however you like um is uh, from from every angle from our perspective and an amazing opportunity um to to invite your family to fly over your family to the hotel where you are invested in uh, to earn dividends from projects around the world multiply income streams diversify your risk and um yeah so we we essentially lowered the entrance barrier on on every level on the investment amount on the global restrictions um and also on the on the type of projects where you are able to invest
1: I think also what is important to explain is um when you you talk about pieces that you can invest in um you, you mean like that you can acquire the nft um that, that you get for like that resembles your infractional ownership in the in the um in the hotel let's say the real estate project and then with that nft you, you have that proof of ownership if you will right that resembles the the proof that you have that um i think it's it's important to to explain that part a little bit and also um for the listeners that like are like nft blockchain well, what is beautiful about Askira is that we make it very 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 simple and attainable and also dividends like you just explained that even regardless of the the, the token that is going to be also the asset class behind Askira whatever whatever the value is going to be you're always going to get your dividends because you have you acquired an actual asset that way so could you elaborate a little bit on 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 that part like the, the virtual asset which is the nft uh but it, it's it's not it's not really like an nft as we know like a picture with uh, you know it's it's actually um resembling the investment
2: yeah i'm 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 trying to start as as high level as possible and then we can go down the rabbit hole into the technical details as, as much as you like um it, we have a very easy explanation uh with the board game monopoly in monopoly you you need to purchase the street first and depending on how many houses you have on the street the more rental income you get from the property so with us it's essentially you have a combination of one nft and tokens so you buy a token package and depending on the size of the the token package you get an additional nft as a gift from the company for free that is property related so for example if you invest a thousand euros you get a certain number of tokens that depends obviously on the on the token price starting with one euro per token so let's say for a thousand euros you acquire a thousand tokens you get one nft in addition and this nft gives you the right to earn dividends from the specific property. And what you said is 100% correct. Um, The dividends don't depend on the token price. So if the token price goes up, that's an amazing additional value for the community, for the investors. Um, But you get your dividend based on the number of tokens that you have acquired, not on the token price. So by having uh the nft and by having the tokens connected to them you get uh, fully automated um the monthly dividend and uh, the dividends are obviously generated by the hotel so we are looking into locations where you don't have a big seasonal impact so because we are a global platform we are focusing on locations such as uh, Mexico and, and Indonesia, for example, where you have uh, occupancy and tourism 365 days a year. Not for example, like in Germany or the Netherlands where you are either a summer resort or a winter resort. That's how we make sure that uh, our community uh, earns dividend uh, all year round. And uh, whenever we get uh, the dividends from the hotels, we pay them uh, depending on the amount that the people have invested. So, for example, if you invest a thousand euros and I invest five hundred euros, obviously you get double the amount of dividends than than myself because you have the double amount of of tokens. And um, this is a a beautiful model because it gives people who want to invest in real estate a very very low entrance barrier to Tap their feet into the water. And uh, from the crypto community side, a very stable way to uh, invest in crypto, because I still see a lot of people struggling to differentiate what is a legit project and what is rather a scam. And mostly scam projects uh, can be detected by no value behind the token, which means essentially projects are based on hype and built by community, and the token price heavily depends on the community size. But for us, the token and the NFT are just the technology that makes the investment accessible, that is supporting the whole ecosystem. So essentially, we offer an asset-backed token um, because obviously for every token, there's there's the hotel, the real value of the hotel, backing the tokens which gives a rather safe and stable way to get access to the crypto space and a very low entrance barrier into uh, hospitality or real estate investing
1: amen I I love that and I think the key word here is asset backed token and why is that because ladies and gentlemen a lot of you guys know that the 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 the, many of the crypto projects they're they're community based in fact what we find out that even when a distribution happens there's an uneven distribution of those tokens so the market can be easily manipulated with askira there is an investment there is an asset behind it so even if somebody tries to manipulate the market let's say somebody that holds a lot of tokens well good luck because the person that still owns the nft which is the, the asset-backed investment is still going to get your dividends am I
2: right exactly yeah Yeah, so yeah yeah, so so we we try to protect the the investment in the community from every angle um possible um also that's why the the locking period we we have a locking period for 18 months where um you cannot uh, sell or trade ownership um this can be seen from from two ways the first one is oh, why is the company locking my investment? If I want to sell it in three months, why do I not get the chance for it? Um, The answer is very clear. It gives stability to the whole ecosystem because there are a lot of groups out there in Telegram that buy into uh, interesting projects. They buy the token, they pump up the price and when it's high, they dump it. While when you use the, the money to invest in an asset that is backing the whole ecosystem and then you lock the investment for a certain period of time. And it's not that nothing happens in in, in this 18 month. In this 18 month, the people get their dividends from the projects. And once again, because we are a global platform, uh, we can cherry pick the the best deals uh, out there on the market. So when I speak with, with hotel brands in, in Germany, they're telling me numbers between 6 and 8% on a year, while we are speaking with partners that uh, generate between 20 and 30% on a year just because the location is different. And obviously, different country, different markets. So what we're looking into is a really interesting project for a first launch where with a, with a partner that has a proven track record uh, also during COVID, um, that is very stable that has uh, paid uh, or generated a good amount of dividends for at least eight to ten years and um, yeah this is this is a really exciting journey we are on right now and um, i think we can really change the way people invest in hotels hospitality and uh, real estate in in general you know most of the people already without knowing are having fractional ownership when you're married you partially own your house 50 percent with your partner so it's essentially uh, a shared ownership with a big community which means you are you're sharing the risk Uh, and you're sharing the profits and by investing as a group um, you obviously have more cash available um, which gives the whole community access to way better deals because by investing as a group we can first of all get get better hotel deals but also fund projects for lower rates than traditional institutions could do um, so the benefit there is, is also for the, for the hotel in terms of funding fee and, uh, obviously for the, for the community, um, with the, with the parts that I was explaining before.
1: How do you, can you specify, how do you source the right investments to, to acquire?
2: Yeah. Like how do you, yeah.
1: How is that? How is that process?
2: Yeah, we, we obviously have a, a team of experts, uh, for this. Um, and we are working with uh, independent companies that are in the market for decades already. Because, as you can imagine, somebody who's an expert in Latin America is probably not an expert in Europe and is probably not an expert then in Asia. So, we have built a network of uh, experts in, in various fields in, in various countries people from uh, the hospitality space um, that have acquired hundreds of millions and even billions worth of hotels in the last few years. Um, We have a great network of uh, hotel operators who are really experienced in in managing hotels, giving the best experience in terms of food and beverage, spa, reception, overall service. Um, But for for the platform, what is important is um even though we are a young company we are partnering with very experienced players from the space which brings a lot of trust to the platform because these people or these companies they've done it for decades and uh, we just partner up with them and they deliver their services to the platform we are not reinventing the wheel there we take what is working from traditional cases and attach these kind of services to the platform so obviously we have a team of experts in-house then we have a team uh, that is consulting and, and advising and then we are working together with independent contractors and companies depending on the location
1: and data driven everything 100 percent data driven i think it's important to mention like we, we make every decision on, on data that we have available through, through those partnerships through those connections um which is which is why we we, you know when i say we i say askira can give the highest dividends because of that because we're very careful which is which assets we we acquire
2: i think this is this is generally a really important thing i mean everybody's talking about data 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 and necessarily more data is not always better um because you have to be able to validate and get the right information out of this data. So what we did in our market research is we screened, what is the investment amount that people are actually interested Are people interested in investing a few hundred, a few thousand, or eventually tens of thousands or hundreds of thousands of, of euros? Um, and what are the, the countries and the locations people would like to invest? Because, what if it, we have the best hotel in Norway, but nobody wants to invest in Norway? What if the hotel in Norway is not bringing good dividends and, and benefits to our community? So there's definitely a, a good combination of a data-driven decision when it comes to especially structuring internal company operations, um, but also involving uh, our community in this um because i really believe that um the uh, if we could we could make good decisions but we want to deliver the people what they want um so we just ask them that's that's something that a lot of companies i think fairly misunderstand you build the product not for yourself you build the product for the people and uh, if your product that you're building is not serving anyone in the way that is filling holes and needs or bringing, brings value to other people's lives, then you just develop the product for yourself, which can be called a hobby, but not a job. And and I don't know, I, I forgot who said that quote. What you love doing for yourself should be your hobby. What is bringing the most amount of value to other people should be your job. I'm in the very, very blessed position. Okay. <laughs> love it. Thank you. Love it. Yeah. And 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 one thing there, I'm in the very blessed position that I found the combination of both for myself. I genuinely enjoy and love what I'm doing, and it happens. To bring value to a lot of people's lives so um, i'm very grateful and very thankful for for being in the position where i can bring something to the people um and in the meanwhile enjoy 100 what i'm doing
1: this is what i love you know we're all going to eat together that's 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 the main key here and eating together is a lot more fun one more final question before we enclose this first chapter because it's just one of one of the first chapters of the podcast um why the name
2: askira huh. that is a it, it's such a short question but it has a huge meaning behind it um my my business partner Naveed is uh muslim I'm, I'm not muslim so i'm not trying to explain the the meaning of the word in detail uh, just to be very clear Uh, I want to give you my interpretation and the way I see it, but it's not um, exactly the the definition. So uh, we were searching for names and and brainstorming for weeks. And uh, one evening, um, Naveed and myself were just having a phone call. And we were talking about uh, Arakat and uh, Barakat. which means uh, Arakat is the movement uh, and Barakat is the blessings, which means when you're in movement, you will receive. And uh, we also came to the word uh, Rizq, which is spelled R-I-Z-Q, which is essentially destined to be for you. So um, this is everything that belongs to you, Rizq. So when... The air you breathe, the people you meet, the food you eat—it was meant to be for you. And um, while we were talking about this, I just wrote down uh, "risk," R I Z Q, and for, from from Arakat, the movement, I took the A in the beginning, and then I just played around with the words, and I came up with A Z Q I R A. So I essentially just changed the letters of the word "risk." And I put an A at the end because um, I wanted to have more of a feminine touch in the name. And having a name that starts and ends with an A um, gives immediately a feminine touch to the name. So that's how the name Askira was born. And it has a huge religious meaning for, for my business partner. I love the meaning behind it, that when you're on the move, you will receive and everything that is destined for you will come to you. Um, but it was, yeah, it, it has such a big meaning for me. Um, and I hope we can also transport that in the business. We are on the move, we are working really hard. Everything is going really well. We receive a lot of blessings, but we also believe that everything happens for a reason. And if, if it's meant to be it's meant to be we are we're giving our best we're trying very hard, we are working really hard to to build the best product and best company as possible for everybody who's involved. Um, and uh, from what I can say right, right now it, it it's it seems like it's destined to be you know, so we are. We're very happy. So that's a bit about the the background of the name. Probably the, did I tell you the story before? The, it probably was not meant to have such a long description. Uh, but yeah, it it could also. I was asked like, is it As Askira because you acquire hotels? That's I thought like, yeah.
1: first. To be honest, they did exactly this. I was like Askira yeah. acquiring, you know. but Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. It it. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I got asked that multiple times, but actually it's not. So yeah.
1: Thank you so much man for your time and i'm so grateful to uh, to be part of this revolution it, feel,
2: it feels like we, we we we're just on the roll it feels like we're just starting i look at the time and we're already i think what 45 minutes in
1: i, I, I don't know i think it's i think it's an hour or 50 minutes i don't know but, but the yeah, time
2: flew like
1: yeah. that's just wild yeah um but again like i said this is just one of the chapters. Um, guys, like every month, we're gonna do an update. We're gonna do an update on the company. We're gonna talk with Tom Moore, uh, his leadership. He's gonna explain where we are in the process, and we're going. We really want to involve the community. This is all about the community. This is all about you, um, us as a collective, and and that's what I love. Like even the investments, we're gonna like ask and pull, and you know, what what do you what do you want something to, to for us to acquire? Like so, we're really gonna have those open and honest conversations with you so you know please check out our uh, Instagrams I'll leave it in in the description um Ascura global and uh, um Jesse mister um yeah check us out leave your feedback and then we see you next month and also make sure to subscribe to the email list I think you can now right on a website on a global is that correct exactly Al? yeah and You will find out more uh, once everything is is ready we're building on the platform right now um, so I'm excited to uh, to inform you every every month more and more with um, with tom thank you so much
2: thank you brother appreciate you and uh, thank you everyone for for listening uh, i'm also excited to to push this format together with you and uh, have a good evening
0: you've been listening to life talk with jesse meester thanks for listening to the show we hope you've gotten some useful and practical information. Make sure to like, rate, and review, and we'll be back soon. And if you want to be the next guest, please apply by filling in the contact form on jessemeester.com or DM Meester Store on Instagram. Till next time, keep sharing love and life.